the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. The following program is sponsored by Mission America and may contain views and opinions that do not reflect the views of the advertisers, staff, and owners of this station. Some material may not be suitable for children. Listener discretion is advised. Yep, and to think, I used to be a liberal, too. These children are influenced to believe that they may be the wrong gender. People are finally getting it because the mass media has not been reporting on this accurately. It's only through conservative-leaning and Christian outlets that are actually telling the truth about the body. The folks today that you're talking about, they're just much more militant, and they're targeting even younger children. Because I know that lots of people have had it up to here. They have had it up to here with this agenda, with the targeting of their children. Our past silence as the church in America has reaped these horrific consequences that we're living through now. Yep, and to think, I used to be a liberal too. This is Mission America with Linda Harvey. Because with God, all things, all things, all things are still still possible. Good afternoon, friends, and welcome to Mission America Radio. I'm Linda Harvey, and I'm so very glad you joined us this afternoon. Please visit our website at missionamerica.com. That's missionamerica.com for more information about our organization and to read news, articles, and Christian commentary on the culture. And don't forget to listen to our four-minute daily commentaries right here Monday through Friday on the word Columbus at 1020 a.m. Eastern Time. And also be sure to check out all our resources about the culture's influence on our kids, our faith, and our freedom. And you can learn more right on our website at missionamerica.com. How would you define a godly marriage? One where neither person commits adultery is probably one of the first definitions that might come to mind, but there is behavior within marriage that many people today are advocating as acceptable that scripture really does not endorse at all. If you look, look more closely. And then of course, the whole issue of being before marriage, what kind of behavior people engage in, is it chastity? Is it not? This is compromised all over the place today, even within evangelical Christian circles. So friends, we are going to talk today, at least in the beginning of our program, about some subject matter that you may want to, if you have younger children involved, you may want to have them occupied elsewhere for just a little bit. So we're going to talk about all this with my guest, who is a physician. Dr. Grace Francis holds a medical degree, and she studies the links between health and wellness with biblical values and morals focusing especially on the area of biblical women's virtue before, during, and after marriage. Welcome to Mission America Radio, Dr. Francis. Thank you so much, Linda. I really appreciate you having me on here, and I appreciate all the work you do to educate people. Thank you so much. I appreciate that. And um, so, you know, I would uh, 
really like for you to give a very brief background about your your interest as much as you want to give uh, in some of these issues before we get into our topic. I have just over many decades have heard um, many women unhappy about things that were going on in their marriage and in the sexual arena and have and came to realize with studying the Bible that a lot of these things go against the Bible and a lot of the husbands that are pressuring for these things are, you know, possibly had exposure to pornography growing up. And then when the women went to the pastors for help, the pastors told the wives to allow the behavior. And one thing that, I mean, that's just, and I'm going to just, I just asked Psalm 91 protection over everyone listening for this. And so I just think it's really important that the Christian church and that Christian women understand there is a marital act that is blessed that can create life that's healthy and normal, and it's between a natural-born man and woman, monogamous, where there is voluntary loving, and this is important, face-to-face, lip-to-lip, eye-to-eye act that can create a child. And God does tell people in Genesis 1, 28 and 11 to be apply, and we talk a lot in the Bible about natural use of the body. Yes. Yeah, it, there, it, there is a lot of influence of, well, so much in our culture, but um, let's go back to the Bible. You know, the Bible does talk about sexual immorality outside of marriage, but also, of course, standards within marriage. And what are some of the Bible verses that would support that before we talk more specifically? Well, we know that I was, I'll define a few quick words. Um, adultery, as we know, is when a married person engages with another married person. And the Ten Commandments are very clear about putting God first in the First Commandment, not committing adultery in Seventh Commandment, and not even coveting. And then Jesus comes forward and says, if you even look at a woman with lust. So a single person. I like to, I, I'm a whole Bible Christian, so I read the whole Bible, but I run everything through the Gospels and look at what Jesus says. And he says, if you can look with a woman with lust, a single man would be committing fornication. Um, a married man would be committing adultery. And that is also confirmed. I love this passage in First Thessalonians 4, 3 through 8, where Paul says that we are supposed to learn to control our bodies in a way that is holy and honorable, not in passionate lust like the pagans who do not know God. And that's something that's really important that a lot of Christians don't realize that the acts that they're doing in their marital bed are actually satanic pagan acts that they did at temple worships of Baal and Peor, and it actually disconnects them from God and joins them to Satan. And that is why so many women feel so terrible um, with these behaviors happening in their home, and it impacts them, their husband, their marriage, uh, their children, their home, their health, everything. And you just don't find, I mean, honestly, all churches should be very open that they condemn all pornography and all deviant sex acts before, during, and after marriage. And so before marriage, it's any sexual contact during marriage. I don't know if you want to get into the things that are not okay within well, marriage. Well, well, let me just, um, you know, I'll just pitch this out to you. There is this idea that anything goes in the marital bed, and yeah. uh, that's really not not really biblical, is it? Are there deviant sexual acts that married cu- married couples there should never are. do or stop or stop doing if they're doing them? Exactly, there are deviant acts that should stop today. Anyone hearing this will be held accountable, in my opinion, according to the Bible, when they stand before God, because now they have the information. 
the main one, well, I'll start with self-abuse, which I'm going to define these now, and then we'll refer to them as the biblical terms later. So self-abuse is masturbation. It, as you can see, it's, it's people thinking about things they shouldn't be doing, and it also conditions a man's body to a man's hand and makes him unable to respond to natural use of his, woman, of his wife's body. A non-face-to-face physician actually can cause infections and death. Um, marital sodomy is probably the biggest dirty Christian secret right now, and sodomy is all oral and all anal sex. It is still sodomy within a heterosexual marriage. The mouth on any genital or the genital in a mouth, this is oral sodomy. And even there's, you know, anal sodomy, everybody knows what that is. We will call this unnatural use of the body going forward. And mm-hmm. these were ancient sex acts done in satanic worship to Satan. Mm-hmm. So Are you I'm interested gonna... in knowing the health things in addition to the, <laughs> the spiritual yeah. Yeah, yeah, we'll we'll talk about that a little bit and talk about bodily fluids and all that. Let me just okay. break up a little bit here because I'm I'm gonna there's a great website called goodgirlsfinishfirst.com and I know you're familiar with this. I'm gonna mm-hmm. read you a passage uh from this and I want you to just react to it. Uh quote, I want good men to find good wives and raise moral, creative, and productive children. I want to help people prevent avoid preventable and unnecessary pain and suffering when it comes to romantic relationships and marriage. I want to help prevent abortions and divorce. I will be equally honest and hard on men as I am on women. Older men who who know better are not pulling their weight and teaching the younger men how to be good men, good husbands, and good fathers. Older women have been failing to teach the younger women how to have morals, virtues, and good women and be good women, wives, and mothers. So tell us your thoughts. I mean, you, you agree with this? I totally agree with that. I mean, so many Christians are outside trying to stop abortion, but if you look at the statistics, 85% of abortions are to unmarried women so we're not teaching people to not fornicate, and we're not teaching young men. I asked the men who are outside abortion clinics, I said, do you spend as much time working with the young men to not trick women or convince them to fornicate? Because that's how we're ending up with abortion. We could prevent 900,000 abortions a year if people were chased until they're married. However, it's very, as Jesus talks about, hypocrisy is one thing Jesus hated, and Sodomy was criminalized in our country for 150 years until Christian men got exposed to pornography through the Kinsey thing in the 50s and 60s, and then Christian mm-hmm. men got sucked into the lust trap of Satan and decriminalized sodomy, and we got abortion. We got all the sins of Leviticus 18, adultery. We have incest as now minor attracted persons, adult uh, bestiality, sodomy, and child sacrifice. Those were all considered so vile to God that the earth would vomit you out. So... I really, and women tell me they're too shy to talk about these things. A lot of Christian women are dealing with things at home that they don't know how to stop. And it really disconnects them from God, so they can't really go out and teach the younger women without being in a place of weakness and hypocrisy. Mm-hmm. And it's a great, pornography. great error. Excuse me? Say I that said, again. I said marital sodomy being accepted as normal is just a grave error with some serious, serious yeah. spiritual, emotional, and physical and health consequences. Well, well, let's jump into that, the physical. Okay, let's talk about this uh, because there are some issues with the sodomy acts and, um, as we might say, bodily fluids. I mean, it's not healthy. These are not healthy uh, 
they're not healthy in in unnatural um, ways. Environments, and that's the thing. <laughs> so exactly right. God created things perfectly, and so you can find it online. Go to DuckDuckGo because it's not it, the Google will suppress it. Look up semen immunosuppressive. Immunosuppressive means it suppresses the immune system. In the vagina, that was created to help have a baby come out. It's muscular. The cell, you have 25 to 40 cells thickness there. So when a man's semen is in the vagina, the, lo- the environment of the vagina gets a little bit of immunosuppression so the sperm can get to the egg and create a life. However, you know that if you put an aspirin suppository in, in your bottom or if you put B12 or nitroglycerin under your tongue, that is one cell thickness. It goes to the entire body. So when, in addition to the different tearing and things that can happen, the semen suppresses the entire woman's or wife's body and can make her really sick. A lot of throat cancers, other cancers, general unwellness. So it's really in Romans 126 that talks about the natural or unnatural use of the body, how that leads to very bad things. So it's really important for us to look at God's design and honor that natural use because, as you can see, it creates a child in one place and it creates death. And the wages of sin are death, but Jesus Christ leads to life everlasting. So we really need to look at how God designed us. That That's very excellent, and I hope people are okay with that. We won't get any more graphic than, than that, but I think that was really important to say because this is what we we have talked about. I On Mission America, we've talked forever, well, not forever, 25 years. It seems like forever sometimes um, about the problem with homosexuality, and there's so many problems there that directly relate to what you're talking about, and the uh, HIV issue, the, the spread of sex, uh, sexually transmitted infections among people who are homosexual, prostitutes, people who have a lot of changing partners and they're doing things that are unnatural. Uh, you see the, a blossoming. Uh, it's not blossoming. It's the opposite um, of all of this death and destruction and disease, correct? Yes, that is true. And I want to say one other thing that I didn't mention is that the mouth on a sex organ also, um, saliva is to digest protein. And people, women can get chronic yeast infections, other infections by saliva on the the private area and the same with men. And it is just, I look at this as a deadly cancer that's eating at Christian marriages and there's no way, and sex paraphernalia is also thought of me that there's actually physicians and churches recommending that if someone's single, Mm. it's just not good. And I love the phrase in Job 110 about there being a hedge of protection around people who follow God. And when people do this, they take a chainsaw and they cut through that hedge of protection and it impacts, it impacts everyone. And it's just so important that, and Christians shouldn't be upset about homosexual marriage or abortion. If they're engaging in these things, they need to repent and change their ways. And then they set the example and set that are the rest of the world right now. They're kind of dropping the ball. Absolutely. And I want to talk more about the influence of pornography um, I don't think we have time in this in this segment to do so. So, uh, Dr. Grace Francis said there's a couple of good websites we would refer people to. One is goodgirlsfinishfirst.com, and then also everything from Judith Reisman. You're a big follower of Judith Reisman, the late Judith Reisman. That's Judith Reisman, R-E-I-S-M-A-N.com. Lots on her website that we would refer you to for more information. So we're talking with Dr. Grace Francis today who is talking about 
biblical women's virtue before, during, and after marriage and within your marriage. Not We're not talking about adultery. We're talking about biblical uh, virtue within the, mar- the marriage bed. And uh, it's, it's, this is something that needs to be said, folks. We're talking here today on Mission America. I'm Linda Harvey. I hope you will stay with us. We will be right back following these messages. Don't go away. Today's program is pre-recorded. To learn more, log on to missionamerica.com. Now, here's Linda. We're talking today about uh, biblical virtue within the marriage. Uh, also, of course, before marriage, but uh, within a marriage, I think we don't think nearly enough about that. We're talking with Dr. Grace Francis, who's a physician and does a lot of studying about this, and she's been um uh, gracious enough to come on and share with us. We, we were, uh, had to go in a little bit of a clinical direction in the first half, and we're going to talk uh, some other areas now. First of all, we'll talk about pornography in a minute, but let's talk about, um, Grace, you talk about the story of Balaam and Balak, Balak in the Bible and how, how this is illustrative of what's going on today in America. Oh, lay that out for us. Absolutely. Balaam was a prophet of or he was a prophet who liked to get paid, and Balak was the king of Moab, and the king of Moab wanted Balaam, to, who's the prophet, to curse the Israelites, but he couldn't because God blessed them. And so the prophet came back and said to Balak, if you want to, the Israelites to curse themselves, send some Moabite women over and get your Moabite women to engage the Israelite men in deviant sex acts and, adult, and idolatry. Keep in mind, deviant sex acts are always there with idolatry. So they sent over some of their Moabite women. They seduced the Israelite men into, well, they chose to do it, into deviant sex acts and idolatry, and 24,000 people were killed. And you hear a lot of Americans saying, what is going on in our country? What's going on in our country? And I propose that, I mean, sodomy was never approved of in the Bible. Genesis 19, Judges 19, never, ever approved of. Yet we have deviant sex acts in the marital bed, and people wonder why America seems cursed, and it's because the Christian church is has fallen prey to Satan's tricks. We are, and yes. It, seemed, it certainly seems that America is under judgment. God is holding back his hand. Uh, he is gracious enough to not give, let it all roll out, but it certainly is. Uh, we are seeing so much uh, coming apart here. And uh, if we, if the church would get its act together, we would see something completely different, correct? I agree. And there's a quote in Hosea 4, 6 that says, my people perish for lack of knowledge. So here, we're going to give them the knowledge now. We're giving them Bible verses, resources. And Ezekiel 3 and 33 says that, you know, we're supposed to warn people. And then it's really up to people. They, you know, they take it from there. And hopefully a lot of people hearing this will repent and women will feel comfortable and strong enough. I've seen so many women's lives change when they stop this behavior in their home. And they, they just think, they say no to sin, which lets them say yes to God. I have heard, as you have, about a number of marriages that have been ruined by pornography. Uh, and uh, some of the people never got, they were divorced and never got back together over a man's consumption of pornography. Women can be t- do that too, but it's mostly, usually you hear about it with men or of men trying to get their wives to do the things that they see mm-hmm. in these pornographic 
uh, clips. And then, as you said, again, I've heard the same thing you have. Women will go to their pastors and the pastors say, well, you know, if it's if your husband wants you to do it, you need to do this. This is this is totally unbiblical. Um, Tell us about the the impact of pornography within Christian marriages. I'm going to, I'll talk about the impact, but I first want to say Ephesians 5.25 tells husbands, love your wife, even as Christ loved the church and gave himself for it. And one of the biggest verses that pressure men use to pressure or churches to pressure women is submit to your husband, which is Ephesians 5.22, which is interesting is 5.21 says all Christians should submit to one another. That's where women being biblically literate and reading the Bible for themselves, they won't get tricked by this. Submission means to be easy to get along with when there's no principle at stake. With pornography and other things that come along with it, there is a principle at stake. It is a poison. It is deadly. It causes divorces. It causes so much trauma. So the impact, we talked briefly about it, where a man's body gets reprogrammed so he cannot respond to his wife's natural use. So a man really needs to stop all self-abuse all fantasy, all everything like that, and probably 60 to 90 days, his nervous system will be able to respond to his wife. And if he's in Scripture every day, that can help him to to push back what's going on. But pornography, I would say, is as destructive as adultery or heroin in a divorce. It's terrible, and it brings well, it affects everybody in the house, talk, even the kids. Talk about the verse that ta- that talks about defilement uh, in the marriage bed. Talk about oh, the misuse yes. of that verse. I love Hebrews 13.4, people will say the marriage bed is undefiled, and they take that to mean you can do anything you want and anything goes. But the second part of the verse says God will judge the sexually immoral and adulterous. So that's part of it, and if you look at the translation, it's God, it says the marriage bed must be kept pure or must be kept undefiled. It is a task. The Bible tells us so many times, guard your eyes, guard your heart. So this this verse has been twisted to promote sin. So we also have the other verses that are used are Solomon. Some verses in Solomon Mm -hmm. try to do that, but Ecclesiastes was written in the opposite order if it's in the Bible. So Solomon was worshiping idols, sacrificing children, and I look at that as a descriptive, not prescriptive part of the Bible. Yes, right. So how, what can wives do um, if, or maybe a husband, there may be a husband involved in this, but it's mostly going to be wives. Mm-hmm. What can you do to, to go to your husband and, and uh, other than having them listen to this program again, which is going to be mm-hmm. on our archive page uh, and posted there. So uh, you people can look it up again. What can wives do? Well, I'm going to give a few quick scriptures of times where it's Proverbs 31, 10 through 31 is a virtuous woman. She's strong. And the word for virtue in the Bible is chayel. It's strong, virtuous. Ezra Kenedgo is help meet. You are a rescuer. You are there to be strong and stand with God and put God first before anything. 1 Corinthians 6, 9 through 20 tells you to flee sexual immorality. And if you know the story of Sapphira and Ananias, she went along with her husband and she was that there's a lot of judges four and five sarah telling having um abraham leave you know send the Mm -hmm. child away god said follow that so wives can say this cannot happen in our home i love you very much 
but there can be no more pornography and no more of this behavior. And if the wife needs to move to the guest room, I can tell you sometimes a husband goes through a grumpy, angry period. And mm-hmm. wives, I've had a wife tell me she's never felt closer to her husband after she stopped this behavior. It's because God could come back into their marriage. Your marriage can be healed. Mm-hmm. Stand with God. Yeah. Say, say no to sin and stand with God. Thank you, Dr. Grace Francis. I, I very much appreciate what you brought to us today. So uh, the websites that I'm going to uh, point people to are goodgirlsfinishfirst.com, drjudithreisman.com. Any others, quickly? I was going to say, look up the article, All Pornography is Homo, All Pornography is Homo Erotic. Judith Reisman mm-hmm. did that. It has a list of yeah. conducts that are Christian and ones that are pagan. All okay. Pornography is Homo Erotic. I ask you folks to apply this to your lives, pray about this, and just remember, don't give up. Just remember that with God, all things, all things are still possible. I hope you have a great day. Three-star general, Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal records of the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.